Hello and welcome to the call. This is Dr. J. I am so excited to talk about Dr. Sharon Leeds and to just talk about leadership and where you are in your leadership. Some things that you can take away from what I share and use in your leadership capacity. I want to talk today about leadership, the true measure of leadership. What is that? I've had the opportunity to travel with John Maxwell to Paraguay, to Dominican Republic, and to attend conferences with him, and then to be mentored by him. One of the things that I've learned is that the true measure of leadership is influence. It it works for me in my life because as one who has come out of poverty, and I've really used the essence of leadership to help me to think differently as a leader. I needed these learning. I needed to put myself in a position with one person who knows so much about leadership. And even today in my local church and listening to leaders like the leaders who I have, my spiritual leaders, it's helped me to really understand the true measure of leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. John Maxwell also talks about that in the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Today, I want to talk to you on a biblical perspective of leadership because while we're leading, one of the greatest uh, leadership we've got is Christ as our leader. And when we're a Christ-centered leader, I believe we make a difference in the workplace. We look at different qualifications and we look at uh, some qualities of a spiritual leader. And so I want to talk about that today. Day as in Timothy, over in First Timothy, between uh, Timothy, First Timothy chapter three, we see a lot about the qualifications of leadership, and and just um, Paul talks about it, right? In, in Paul's list of qualification for church leaders, he talks about First Timothy three verse ten. That's the key. But let these also first be tested. Hmm, have you been tested as a leader? How is your influence? Because every leader should be tested before given an official position, right? The preparation of a leader is crucial to their success. There's a writer who talks about Paul's logic concerning leadership. His name is Frank Damasio. And he says that leadership is planted as a seed, right? That's the leader's salvation, And then the leader's call is when leadership begins to sprout. The leader's preparation is when leadership is tested as a plant. And then the leader's position is when the leadership matures and bears fruit. And so we see here over here, Paul gave this list of qualifications for two reasons, right? Um, First, to provide guidance for churches to select leaders. Second, to give church leaders a checkpoint for their own spiritual lives right? Paul also reminds us that if anybody aspires to be a leader, that person is really aspiring to do a noble task. So to have the gifts and qualities and not take on leadership positions could be seen as disobedience. And the desire, however, must be accompanied by discipline. When John talks about the true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less, he talks a lot about there are several factors that need to come in play. You know, we see a lot of times some people emerge as leaders while others can't influence people no matter how hard they try. And so he shared a couple of things I want to share with you. Some of these factors are coming to play. 
The first one is character. The character of who they are, right? Because true leadership always begins with the inner person. The relationship is so important. Second is relationship, right? Who they know, right? You're a leader only if you have followers. And that always requires the development of relationship, right? The deeper the relationship we find a lot of times, the stronger the potential for leadership. Knowledge is the next thing. Third, the knowledge is what they know. Now, we all know that information is vital to a leader. You need a grasp of the facts, an understanding of the dynamic factors and timing, and even a vision for the future. That's why I stay in a learning mode, because I'm always learning, right? Because knowledge alone won't make someone a leader, but without knowledge, no one can become one, right? So we need to make and have knowledge, It's just like being in the workplace, right? Whenever I see a new team is starting up a lot of times in the workplace, I try to spend a lot of time doing homework before I even try to take the lead. So even in my position in training and providing training and engagement coaching, so important, while I have the knowledge, I have to spend time doing the homework before I can help that manager to lead their team the best way. The fourth one is intuition, right? What they feel. That's so important because leadership requires more than just a command of data. It it demands, uh, it's the ability to deal with all these intangibles that come before us. In fact, that's often one of the main differences between managers and leaders, right? Because leaders seek to recognize and influence intangibles. A lot of those intangibles, a lot of times are like energy, just morale, timing, and momentum, all of those intangibles. And then experience. Experience is so important. You know, we think experience as a fifth factor where they've been. Where have they been? You know, the greater the challenges you face as a leader in the past, the more likely followers are going to give you a chance in the present. Experience doesn't guarantee credibility, but it sure does encourage people to give you a chance to prove that you are capable. Now, I don't know where you are in your leadership capacity and what you're looking to do as a leader if you're currently leading in the church or in the home or in school or in the workplace, but I know a Christ-centered leader is so important to have those qualifications. How about past successes? Number six, what they done. I mean, nothing speaks to followers like a good track record. I didn't have a track record when I went into my first leadership position. I didn't know how to lead or anything. I couldn't point to any past successes that would help them um, to believe in me. As a matter of fact, it was a leader who recognized my potential and told me I had skills that he wanted to develop. But by the time I got to my second position, third position, I had a positive track record. I'm known to influence and motivate people to become their best selves. That's one of the biggest skills I have is relationship, communication, and listening. Those are my three greatest skills because I love people, I have a passion for people, and I believe in a winning team. And I happen to communicate very well. That's one of my strengths. 
Every time I extended myself, I took a risk and I succeeded. The people who I led had more reason to trust my leadership ability and to even listen to what I say. The last one I should want to share with you is ability. What can they do, right? What is it that the leader can do? Listen, the bottom line for followers is, is what the leader is capable of. People want to know that they have a leader that can lead them to victory. Everybody always wants to win, right? And, and ultimately, you know, that's that's the reason people will listen to you and really acknowledge you as their leader. So as soon as they no longer believe in you can deliver, they're going to stop listening. They're going to stop following. Harry Overstreet talks about leadership. And he says that the very essence of all power to influence lies in getting the other person to participate. In my local church here in Texas, there's a lot of, in my past, is very influential, right? And I love this quote because it reminds me of him and his team and what they do. The very essence of all power in influence lies in getting the other person to participate. That's a powerful thought right there. How do you lead? How you leadership? Is your leadership without leverage? I love this leadership proverb that says, he who thinks he leads but has no followers is only taking a walk. Hmm. Are you walking today? Because if you can't influence people, then they will not follow you. And if people won't follow you, you are not a leader. That's influence. No matter what anybody else has told you, remember that leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Dr. J. Stay beautiful, stay fabulous, and stay motivated. Visit me at drsharonjohnson.net to know more about my services. I look forward to serving you.